Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, uh, come together as two of the greatest minds of a generation, of multiple generations, I actually think. Uh, we come together over one topic every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we choose that topic uh, using only the most sophisticated algorithms over what the people need and want in a given time period, and our minds, like computers, like the greatest computers, like Watson Plus, mm-hmm. Watson Plus Plus. Yeah, we come up with ideas to get stinking rich. Yeah, not us. Smelly wealthy. Yeah, swealthy. Swealthy. Smelthy. Yes. Uh, on this topic. That's right. Whatever that topic may be. But because we are such good guys, uh huh, we don't go and get rich. Nope. We let you do that. Yep. We give it to you. We do. As a holiday gift. It is the holidays. It is ha- it's a Hanukkah gift for you. That's right. It's Hanukkah. What do we give on Hanukkah? Gelt. You yeah. wouldn't know. You wouldn't know because <laughs> you're uh, one of those people. Um <laughs> We give gelt, and gelt is money. Yeah. Money. And so this is our Hanukkah gift for you. Mm -hmm. These ideas that will make you scads and scads of cash. Yeah. And as I've said on several occasions, and I will repeat again because it fills a lot of time, we, (laughs) unlike these shysters, these carpetbaggers, these scumbags, Mm -hmm. I will say scumbags Mm -hmm. out there, who sell you- Yeah. All of their get-rich-quick, their one get-rich-quick scheme, which doesn't really work for them, because if it had really worked for them, they wouldn't be making all their money selling you their get-rich-quick scheme. Uh, Before you even get a taste of it, before you actually make a dime, and then they blame you for not achieving whatever heights you're supposed to achieve, Uh we do the exact opposite. We are so sure... That our ideas are great. We are so secure uh, in our abilities to make you rich. Yeah. Wealth like the Hanukkah candle that never burns out. That's right. It is. It's like instead of a candle, it's like a uh, a lantern of coin. Yeah. A lantern of shekels that just endlessly spills on you. Just pouring. Instead of oil dumping all over your head, yeah. it's shekels dumping all over your head. It's a little painful. I'm not going to lie. Because we drop them from real high. Having those hard coins popping you on the head. The top of our ivory tower. But with all that free money, you can go out and buy a helmet. (laughs) A golden helmet. That's right. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, we don't ask for money up front. We say take the ideas, run with it, get rich. Mm-hmm. Live, rich. Live your dream. Yeah. Be your best you. Yeah. Lashana Tova. I don't know what that means. Um, you, I'm sure you do. I don't. And then, only then, uh-huh. once you've made your billions, trillions, dare I say, quadrillions. <laughs> <laughs> Only then, yes. Do you remember us fondly mm-hmm. by gifting us, yeah, with ten percent? That's right. That's right. After we have allowed you We've to allowed redefine you. wealth, mm-hmm. to redefine financial security, to redefine socioeconomic theory. With mm-hmm. you at the top of the food chain, do we say, "Hey, remember, remember who gave you that candle? That's right. That candle that never burned out. That's right. That lit the spark. That's right. That lit the spark. No, that we were the the flame that lit the fuse. Yeah, that sent your rocket to the moon. Yeah, to the money moon, to Mars, to Saturn, whichever's farther away, to an alternate reality where you are the richest person there. Yeah." And only then, mm-hmm. give us 10%. Don't forget where you came from. Yeah. We're not saying like, oh, man, you made $10,000. And you're like, shit, I got to give them 10%. I can't afford that. No. No. Unless you only made 10000 then give us 10%. Well, th- then no, because then you're not rich. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, we're waiting for the millionaires, the billionaires. All right. The trillionaires. Okay. Dare I say, the quadrillionaires. <laughs> Um, that's what we're waiting for. Yeah. Anyway, Noel Deneen. Yeah. I haven't seen you. Well, that's not true. I'm lying. Yeah. We but actually saw each other. We saw each other. Yeah. Because, uh, you came by last night. Yeah. And we actually, you had a nice meatloaf sandwich. Yeah. I had a cheeseburger deluxe. Yep. And, uh, we broke bread together. We and broke bread. Felt nice we to bit see bread. you. We did bite bread. But it was nice to see you. Uh-huh. Not in this context. Okay. Even though you only came by because you thought we were recording last night. Yeah. But that's okay. And you hemmed and hawed when I offered the idea of us <laughs> eating together. I didn't hem and haw. I could see in your head, you're like, shit, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? And you um, just you yeah. grasped at excuses and you ended with, oh, you know, I had a big lunch. I did. Yeah, I know. But, you know, whatever. But yet you still managed to plow down a whole meatloaf sandwich. It wasn't that big. And a cup of pea soup. Yeah, that meatloaf sandwich was so small, I forgot you had ordered a meatloaf sandwich, and I thought you had ordered the grilled cheese with bacon, uh-huh. and I thought that was a grilled cheese with bacon. That's how small that meatloaf sandwich was. Yeah. It was good. Okay, good. Yeah, good I'm glad you enjoyed it. But anyway, yeah. we did not talk about your week. No. We didn't talk about much. We sort of sat in silence to not ruin the dynamic that we have on our show every week. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... How was your week, Noel? It was all right. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so speaking of breaking bread. Yeah. Uh, you know, going to be going soon to uh, Chicago for Christmas. Yeah, I know that. You're going to see your fam. Yeah. And uh, one of the people I'm going to see mm-hmm. is my Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. And you see Declan? I don't know. I might. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, my Uncle Tom, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, 
he used to always have eating contests with me. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, he 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 he's a big guy. Uh-huh. Big like me, big guy, or just he's like a stocky dude. He's just, you know, he's a big guy, a fireman. Okay. Furniture mover. Oh wow. Office office cube installer. All the good Irish jobs. All the good Irish jobs, uh-huh. yeah. Uh and uh was he a cop at any point? No. No? Okay. But so he'd always kind of, I guess, probably give me a handicap. Uh-huh. Uh so Whatever it was that we were eating, if I could eat a boatload of it, uh, I'd be the king of that food. Oh, so you know, I was, I was, I want to say I was the rib king. Uh huh. I know I was the pizza king. Mm hmm. Uh, and we went went to deep dish or that weird crackery crusty pizza, the thin, the thin yeah. right? Okay. Uh, and we went to um, White Castles one time. Oh boy! And hot, had a competition to see how many we could fit in our mouth at once. Oh Jesus! And he got six in his mouth. Uh huh. I only got four in mine, but I still became the Slider King. How old were you? Uh, I was probably about ten. How were you the Slider King if you only got four? Because handicap. Okay. I thought you meant like you broke your leg or something like that. No. <laughs> no. Gotcha. I. Uh, so you shoved four sliders in your mouth. Yeah. And that gummy mess that is White Castle probably yeah. just must have taken forever. It took a bit. To, it took a little bit. To break that up and get it down your throat. Uh-huh. Um, what else was I the king of? I was probably the donut king, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Hot dog king. Uh-huh. Were you uh, the, uh, what, what is that, what is that, that Italian beef king? You know, I, I wasn't a big fan of those back then. Now you are, though? I like them more because I really like Jardinier. Yeah. I it's don't, more about the Jardinier. What I don't like about the Italian beef mm-hmm. is that they soak the bread so much. That can be hard to eat. That it's impossible to eat. Yeah. You, you literally need a fork and a knife. You ever go to Fiori's over in Hoboken? No. Oh, you got to go there. Where in Hoboken? It's up in there a little bit. It's about a 15-minute walk from the uh, path. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, an Italian place. That makes is it a restaurant own... or is it no. a sandwich shop? Sandwich shop and, and cheese store. I think I may have actually been there now yeah. that I, th- I may have gotten like their an own Italian mats. sub there. Yeah, okay. And uh, they have on they have different specialties on different days, and I think it's Thursdays and Saturdays. They do Italian beef. They have Italian beef that they make themselves. Mm-hmm. So you get Italian beef on this really good bread with uh, mozzarella. And they Dip it in gravy, and they uh, and then whatever else you want in there, you know, peppers or yep, yep. Do they good. have chardonnay? Uh, they don't. That's just a Oops. Chicago thing. Okay, but that you know, Italian beef as a title seems like a Chicago is as far as I know a Chicago thing. So you weren't, but but so getting back to your story, you were uh-huh. not king of Italian beef. What no. other what other Chicago delicacies uh-huh. were you king of? I was probably the burrito king. Uh huh. Good Mexican food in Chicago. Good cheap Mexican food in <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Big Mexican community there, which people don't realize, mm-hmm. I think, given that it's so far north and middle of the west. Chicago also has a lot of good, like, bratwurst and things like that. Yeah, sausages. Sausage. Yeah. Were you king of the Vienna hot dog? Well, I said, I said, probably hot dog king. Is that the only kind of hot dogs they have yeah, there? Yeah, you're not getting any other kind of hot yeah. dog in Chicago than a Vienna hot dog. Uh-huh. When you when you were king of, when you were the hot dog king, was it, like, what do they call it, drag through the garden? Uh, probably not. Probably not. It wasn't your thing. You weren't an no. adventurous eater. I, I like uh, more on it now, but when I was a kid, just basically catch mustard, maybe cheese, maybe gotcha. a pickle. But uh, None of the peppers and the onions and the green relish. 
No, because I don't like sweet relish. Okay. I really like dill relish that you can get some places. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So you were the king, man. I was the king. I was the, I, I was basically the junk food king. You were royalty. I was. I was. Which is funny. Yeah. It is. Because... I mean, not the story. Oh, no. Hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny because our topic today, Uh Noel, is... It's royalty, how to get rich with it, how to crown yourself and sit on a throne of gold and cash. That's right. There's a lot of royalty in this world still. Yeah. There are 43 countries that still have a monarchy. Sure. Uh, only a few of them uh, where the monarchies monarchies are actually full-on rulers. Yeah. Most of them, they're sort of more figureheads. Yeah. But it's uh, surprising mm-hmm. in this day and age. You know what? I was surprised reading about this stuff. What? The, the Pope is considered yeah. royalty. He is. He's a monarch. I don't know if... I See, I always wonder if like monarch and royalty are the same thing. He is a monarch. Yeah. Um, Which makes him royal, I think. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he certainly has the. Where's the duds? He sure does, man. The royal duds. He huh? wears them more than anyone else does. Yeah, he has to. Everyone else has kind of toned it down. He's got to put on a show. Wear human clothes. That's not, right. Not that guy. He's not, although his monarchy is not the king of Catholics. He's like the the he's his monarchy is that he has Vatican City. Yeah. He is the uh, the I guess king or whatever the Pope of Vatican City. He's the leader of Vatican City. Yeah. Which is the capital. Of Catholicism. Yes. Catheterism. Yes. Yes. Okay, guys, this is how we're going to get rich with it. Do you have gold, No, I have gold. A golden scepter to Um, rule them all with. Okay. Okay, guys. uh, Look around. I'm sure everybody gets it. Democracy is in big trouble. Right? Tell me about it. Uh, you know, Russia hacked our election. Mm-hmm. Anyone doesn't believe it that at this point is bananas. Or the president of the United States of America. He believes it. He knows it. He did it. Nope. Uh, we have a maniac in office who despises our system and is trying to dismantle it. Yes. Uh, the whole spreading of this fake news I'm sorry, do you ma- think, mantra. Do you think, I'm sorry, I just have uh-huh. a question. Do you think he actually despises the system? Yes. Or he just realizes he's in a position to change it to suit his needs? No, I think he despises it. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Considering how he has, his entire fortune is, uh, is predicated on the system. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the system, his father would have never gotten the loans he needed to get rich. He doesn't believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the whole fake news mantra... Uh, is making it harder and harder to see how we will ever be able to come up, you know, come together on a common set of facts to agree on leadership mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and it look around, it kind of looks like the whole world is headed towards fascism. Mm-hmm. You know, you got uh, Europe. Yep. Yeah, all over the place, man. It's things are getting ugly. Europe, America. Uh, all over. Philippines. <laughs> Philippines. Ugh. That guy. Turkey. Turkey. Ugh. All the extremist Muslim countries. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what can save us? I'll tell you something. That the uh, famous 
philosopher Aristotle said. What did he say? He said he regarded uh, a monarchy as the best form of government. Hmm. In Greece, the birthplace of democracy, mm-hmm. he considered monarchy the best. Why did he think that? Because he thought it was the best. <laughs> uh, he also considered corrupt monarchies, a.k.a. tyrannies, as he called them, mm-hmm. as the worst. Hmm. Uh, so nowadays, though, you don't have to worry about tyrannies as much as, as uh, you <clears throat> were saying, because monarchies aren't what they used to be. Right. Right? There's a few that are absolute monarchies, mostly in the Middle East. There were a couple in Africa, I think. Uh, but the majority are now constitutional monarchies. Uh, Can I just amend that I believe Aristotle, the monarchies that Aristotle believed in were the uh, idea of the philosopher kings, uh-huh. and he also did not believe... <laughs> the philosopher yes, kings. Yes, that, that's his, that's his uh, uh, concept, I believe. Uh-huh. And I also don't think he believed in handing it down direct, like in terms of direct descendants... Mm-hmm. That you couldn't do that. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so now the majority of the, of the royalties <clears throat> out there, mm-hmm. uh, the royals, let's call them, are constitutional monarchies. They mm-hmm. give a sense of tradition and roots, mm-hmm. and uh, they they offer a moderating force on their societies. In what way? Uh, right. So <laughs> they don't rule. But uh-huh. they do have the ability, often the time, to slow down changes, mm-hmm. or sometimes uh, they can even veto things they strongly disagree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looked at as 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 a <clears throat> a gold standard of of opinion. Okay, you know it didn't work with Brexit. I get that because uh-huh. uh, they did not like Brexit. The, no. the royal family. But um, in general, they're a moderating force. Mm-hmm. Um, King Juan Carlos of Spain, mm-hmm. he spearheaded the dismantling of Franco's fascist policies. Good for him. Yep. Uh, the er- the uh, erosion of the German and Austrian monarchy is what directly led to Nazi rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you might be saying, yeah, great, but what about all the money and cost of a royal family? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you something. The British royal family, the richest royal family, let's call them, the the gold standard of royal families, Mm -hmm. uh, Queen Elizabeth is given about $65 million a year. Seems like a lot to give a figurehead, uh, but it's really only about $1 per person per year in England. Uh, and the royal family generates about $767 million per year for the UK in tourism alone, mm-hmm. right? That's 15 times per year return. It's a good return. It's a good return. All right, so obviously they're not all that bad. And as I said, they may be our only hope at this point not to slide into yeah, dictatorship. Mm, interesting. Fascism. Mm-hmm. A race, raceocracy. A raceocracy. Did yeah. you just invent that? Yeah, I just invented that. That was uh, terrible. 
Uh, so, you know, we in the U.S. here, we already sort of have a U.S. royalty. The Kennedys, the Bushes, the Clintons, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is what we're going <clears> to <throat> do. We're going to make that official. Mm-hmm. We're going to sacrifice a little of our democracy to save the rest of it. Okay. Uh, Democrats right now would sign right on. Christian right as well. And Deuteron- Deuteronomy 1715, God tells his people, be sure to appoint a king over you. So we got them all. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to get, this is what we're going to do. Why are the Democrats going to be okay with this? Because we we get what's going down. Anything, anything but what we okay, have. Okay, I got you. So and, and it would be a moderating force as the electorate is supposed to be mm-hmm. a moderating force to make sure we don't end up with a maniac. Okay. Uh, turns out it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> so we need someone uh, that, that will. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to have to get the, uh, the Kennedys, the Bushes, and the Clintons to intermarry. And uh, we can start right away. Uh, what we could probably get like one of the Bush daughters and one of the Kennedy sons, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll just get them married today. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a kid, mm-hmm. and it's pre-agreed that that kid will marry uh, someone from the Clinton family mm-hmm. and have kids. And so all three families will be one. But so we're we're pushing generations here. We're we're at least a generation or two away from this happening. Yeah, but but right away we can make the. The Bush daughter and the uh, Kennedy son, a they'll be royals right away. Right off, right off, the right bat. off the bat. Okay, but it's just we, but it's pre-agreed that we're making this a triad family. Uh, just so there's a little bit of a uh, of variety in the bloodline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, it'll stabilize our government. Uh-huh. It'll prevent the creeping dictatorship that we see now. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, the, the, these people will have to study their entire lives to learn how to serve, which is really what royal, in, in England at least, that's what they do. Theoretically. They study their whole lives to learn how to serve. Um, and Either we, the, the, the people or themselves. Uh, I don't know if they serve themselves that much. I don't know. I mean, if you look at the history of Britain. Yeah, well, and the, the but monarchy. things are different now. Well, now, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Uh, we won't have to worry about them being corrupt in order to get money because we'll make sure they're rich. In, uh, in <clears throat> the U.S., we give mm-hmm. a buck a person. That's $323 million a year that they would make mm-hmm. uh, at 15 times return. That's a return of $4.8 billion for the country. Do you think that there will be immediate 15 times return? Uh, it, it may need a little bit to ramp up yeah. to that. But, uh, you know, Americans love jim- jumping on a bandwagon. And uh, <laughs> I don't think it'll take that long. Uh, so there's so many ways to get rich with from this new situation. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, you could sell commemorative plates and tchotchkes. Sure. Uh, but I, I'm going to Would gonna they live give... in the White House still? Pardon? Would they live in the White House still or would it be a whole new uh, situation? I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah, it is. your plan. It is. Yeah, they live in the White House. How about that? Okay. They live in the White House, and the president just has an office somewhere. 
Oh, so the president still exists. Oh, yeah, there's still a president. Sort of like the... the it's a constitutional monarchy. Okay. Right? right. They, they, they protect the Constitution mm -hmm. and serve the people and the country. That's their only concern. <clears throat> the people and the country... Uh, well, maybe what we should do then is they don't have uh, the White House. Okay. Maybe we give them the Watergate Hotel. Okay, we, well, we, we could talk about it. It's their version of Buckingham Palace. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you one great way to get rich. Uh, so uh, I was thinking of, you know, HP sauce? Yeah. So on it, it has a royal seal on it. I don't know if you ever noticed that. I did not, no. So the, a lot of products do have yeah. royal seals on them. And they're basically uh, a seal that means the royal family buys and consumes the product. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the ultimate seal of excellence. And it really, it, it, it really boosts sales. I looked it up. Just for the British royal family, their seal is on so many things. It's on, like, fence makers and on, like, like plumbers and things like that, mm -hmm. right? So all we got to do... <clears throat> Is get your product consumed by these royals, and uh, and and you will get the uh, bump of a lifetime, mm -hmm. right? So we're gonna get that seal on your heavy metal jam, mm -hmm. or on any other product <laughs> that we have ever <laughs> pitched. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> anything that you are working on now from our previous shows and you're you're quickly, quickly getting rich, mm -hmm. we're going to throw that seal on it. You're going to triple your money in no time flat. Uh, and that's it. You know, it's more of a way to juice all all our uh, all our other ideas we've ever given. It seems like a heavy investment to m make this happen. Mm hmm. So you no, can, we'll save the country you too. You can put a, ro a royal stamp on your product. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it. No, the the real impetus for the for getting a monarchy in the U.S. is to give a moderating force within the right. country. I I understand that, but what I'm saying is, you are asking someone to go out there and do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so yeah yeah yeah. That is that is a big ask. That's a lot of work. It, it's not going to take much work. All right. I think people will will. Uh, going to take a lot of work and a Jump lot of time on the band with the closer we get to our next election and i don't I mean, mean our midterms first I mean the off next election first off uh -huh. you have to have entree yeah. to the clintons bushes and kennedys that you can get them all together no man they'll jump on it but you have to be able to pitch this idea to them they're listening oh we're oh, putting, okay. it, we're putting right. it out there right now i <clears> think <throat> that just that was the 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 idea crystal uh-huh that just went out there that it, gotcha. it started the whole process i gotcha uh so it's like a blooming onion it's just spreading its its layers mm -hmm. and getting deep fried into deliciousness yeah okay yeah so get your ranch sauce ready because we're gonna get a, a royal seal on that ranch mm -hmm. yeah and we'll buy your ranch would they be a king and queen? What would we call our monarchs? Yeah, we'll call them king and queen. King sure. And queen. Why? Why invent a new word? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, that's a, uh, that's an idea, man. I think it's a, a solid idea. That is an idea. I like it as an idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a an idea, dude. Think big. I. You are thinking think big. Or go home. I'm thinking big too. Yeah. You want to see how big I'm thinking? I do. Yeah, well, you'll have to wait. There's a there's a queen of Canada, you know. 
Yeah, her name is uh, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, she's the Queen of Canada. She's also the Queen of Australia. Yeah, she is. And uh, she's the Queen of twelve other. Well, she's the Queen of the UK. Yeah, but she's also the Queen of after that eleven other. Yeah. Things. Plus, she's also the head of the Commonwealth, which is fifty-three countries. Yeah, you know what? None of those countries are what dictatorships. No, none of them. None. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. But I'm going to talk about Queen Elizabeth. Uh-huh. I'm going to talk about the uh, gold standard in monarchy. Okay. Which is the British monarchy. All right. Uh, what I think is most interesting about the British monarchy, and I think it is one of the least well kept secrets out there right now as it is reported on quite often over years and years and years is that no one in the British monarchy right now wants to ascend <clears throat> to the head of the family to be king or queen of England. It is commonly known that Charles mm-hmm. has no desire to be king. Sure. Eh, he's too old at this point too. Uh, when interviewing Prince Harry, yeah, he's going to be it. He said to Newsweek, when they asked, is there anyone of the royal family who wants to be king or queen? His response was, I don't think so. I think that's a pretty heavy statement. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, a, it's a hard job. <clears throat> no one wants to be king or queen. Your life is not yours anymore. Of England. Yeah. Um, as you pointed out, there's a lot of power still being the number one monarch yeah. in the UK. As we said, you are the, the literally the head of multiple countries still. Yeah. Big countries, two big ones. One is its own continent, essentially. Um, but smaller thing, things that you have, for instance, like uh, you own, you have legal ownership of all sea creatures in England. Mm-hmm. Whales, dolphins, fish, starfish, squids, they all belong to you. If they're within a five miles of the shores of England mm-hmm. and Scotland, you own them. Uh, you have full freedom from prosecution. Under British law, the queen in this case is above the law and cannot be prosecuted, and she is also free from civil action. Uh-huh. So no one can sue you. Um, you can drive without a license or license plates. Since every license and license plate is underwritten with your name, if you are that person... You don't need require ID for anything. Yeah. You can, as you mentioned, veto anything that's brought up. Mm-hmm. You are the person who starts wars. A war cannot be begun, be started in England without the Queen say so. Without her blessing, yeah. 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 It has to be done. All very important stuff, very powerful stuff. I actually, your uh <clears throat> The way you broke down the kind of money that they make, uh-huh. you're a little, you're a little off. Okay. So the way it works is 
they have a lot of private funds. The queen herself, just herself, sure. is worth about $600 million, mm-hmm. which makes her the one of the wealthiest women in the world. She, the way they have their money, the big one that they get their money from in... Uh, 1760, King George III cut a deal with Parliament to hand over what was known as the Crown Estate. There was a huge portfolio of land and property that's current worth is $15 billion. Yeah. It includes most of the United Kingdom seabed, uh, Regent Street in London, Buckingham Palace, the Treasury, and the deal that he cut was that the monarchy is entitled to a share of the profits of the crown estate, um, which is 15%. Yeah. So what they do know is that in 2013, just from that alone, she received $61 million. Yeah. Okay? From that 15%. There are other... uh, uh, properties that they own that they receive profit from uh there is a duchy that they that they receive 19 million dollars from and 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 just any various investments and such so they can range on a given year anywhere from 80 to 125 million dollars a year yeah for literally doing nothing well well i understand that they have a role yeah but if they didn't have that role, those the, the, it's all passive income. Uh-huh. They do not have to run anything per se, yeah. right? They don't have to run a business. They don't have to go to work. Yeah. Oh yeah. To yeah, to sure. get that yeah. money. So then I was like, wow, but that none of them want this. Yeah. None of them want this, and so I was looking around, and this had all started because I was looking at. I'd read years ago uh-huh. about people. Buying titles uh-huh. in the UK. It's okay. a huge business. It's a big deal. And basically what happens is, so there's multiple ways this is done. <coughs> there are cheapo sort of fake sites yeah. uh, where people have sort of created their own uh, uh, worlds and you can buy your uh, uh, monarch, your your title there uh-huh. and you know a lord or ladyship can be as low as like 35 pounds or you know roughly 55 dollars up to you know a count which is like 700 bucks but there are real title holders in the uk in particular who uh are families that have you know because they are not smart because they don't know how to handle money uh have actually put their titles up for sale they can run anywhere from, and there are uh, uh, websites you can go to, uh, such as the Manorial Society of Great Britain, which is an auctioneer of authentic titles in Britain. Uh, and they start off at about $7,500. They can go upwards of six figures. One of the biggest sales recently was 1996, uh, the sale of the Lordship of the Manor of Wimbledon by Earl Spencer. Uh-huh. And Earl Spencer... I guess he's no, well, he's still an earl. He just sold off one of his titles. Uh, he pocketed about a quarter of a million dollars doing this. Wow. So this is what my thought is. This is going to require some money. This is for definitely for the people that have sort of made their ducats. Sure. Okay. 
You've made your money off of our ideas. You're kind of bored. <laughs> you don't, you know, you're going to drop an offer to Charlie. Maybe $10 million. Okay. And you're going to say, I'm going to give you $10 million. You fucking disappear, dude. <laughs> you can take a flight to Aruba. Uh-huh. St. Kitts. Yeah. Brazil. Uh-huh. Settle down with your lovely lady. The other Camilla. Camilla Bowles. Yep. Bring your kids down there. They'll be taken care of. $10 million goes a long way. In a place like that. And you can just hide away. Yeah. No one has to bother you all ever again. You sell me your title. And I become. And I, by I, I mean any of you. But yeah. I become the king of England. You suddenly have a passive income of, like I said, anywhere from 80 to $125 million a year. Yeah. Um... You have all this power, which as a proper entrepreneur in this world, which all of you are out there, and you definitely are if you've made the money that you can afford to give him $10 million or uh-huh. so for his title, um, you're now running a country, man. Yeah. You can make this shit happen. But it's also like the ultimate playground, right? Since you can't be prosecuted for anything, you decide you want to get shit faced and drag race down the street. Boom. You do it. Yeah. You want to do it on Regent Street. Yeah. Do it on Regent Street. You own part of it. At one point, you owned all of it. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, this is it just the world is your oyster. And literally, chunks of the world is your oyster. You can go to Canada. Yeah. And you can just fucking sit under any maple tree and just suck the maple <laughs> out of it. And no one can do anything to uh-huh. you. Because it's your country. Yeah. You can go to Australia, and you can put all the kangaroos in one side and all of the wallabies in another side and then just have them run at each other. Uh-huh. No one can say anything to you. Yeah. Because it's your country. You can go to Tuvalu and do whatever you want in Tuvalu. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> but there you go, man. Yeah, it's good. That's what it is. I like it. Yeah, of course you do, because it's a great idea. <laughs> Um, hey guys, you know what? Uh, this show, this is our main gig, <laughs> but we also got a side gig. Is it really? Yeah, it's our main gig. Uh, we got a side gig though, uh, where every week Josh and I like to explore ways that we're actively pursuing selling our souls to corporate mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we really actively pursue we're that? Actively? Pursuing How exactly it? are we active by doing this? Uh, well, I'll tell you by okay. uh, Josh Knoll's newest segment. Josh Knoll sell out. Uh, you know the traditional ways where you can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, uh-huh. hit the sponsor button, and pledge an amount. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you feel like a champ, right? You've, you've launched us all into another economic stratosphere. That's right. But and don't, if you got, if you've made the money and you're going to give the 10%, don't do it that way. No. Just, you'll we don't get want in contact yeah, with us. And, we want and, all yeah, of that. That's ours. Uh, and if, uh, if you hate us, I guess. Who would hate us? I don't know, but there might be someone out there, Trump. Uh, there may be people out there who think these guys make so much money off of their 10%. They don't need my little pittance. There, there could be. Yeah. They're and wrong. Why don't I give all of my mon- all of the money yeah. to Radio Free Brooklyn? That's right. And how would they do that? They would go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org 
web page. Hit the pledge button. Mm-hmm. Pledge one time or recurring amount of money. Half, uh, all that money will go to Reef Food Brooklyn. Yep. None of that money goes to Josh and I. You a get to write a note. Truth. You, you you could say, I don't like these guys. Get them off the air. You could say, I love these guys, but I'm not giving them my hard-earned money. Because they've made so much money. So already. much money. It's disgusting. We're, we're, we're up there with the with the Windsors. Oh, past. Come on now. Yeah. Stop so, it. Uh, Dare I say we're quadrillionaires? <laughs> you 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 could dare. <laughs> I dare. Yeah, I dare. I I dare say. I take the risk. Uh, and uh, so there's that. Uh, and 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 we are, as I said, we are shopping our souls to corporations out there. So HP, <clears throat> get in line. A one. A one. You want to become the HP of America? Yeah, you kind of are the HP of America. Yeah, but it's not as good. Yeah, but I'm just no, I get it. You need to have the stamp. Yeah, you need to have the stamp. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Come on, all the great American companies getting the stamp. You're getting the stamp. We yep. can set you up with it. One of our listeners. Yep. Can broker that for you. Broker it. The stamp broker. It'll be like, because because royals are basically untouchable. By lobbies, yeah, because they're incorruptible. They are, except for this one lobby where all you do is got to turn them onto a product, mm-hmm. and they say, "Yeah, that's good." And you know how you do that? Just swag. You yeah, just give them tons of the free product. They're just like, "Oh, masterpiece uh. barbecue sauce." Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I Boom. mean, Boom. on you there. know, King Donald Trump would probably put the stamp right on a bucket of KFC. No, wait, this is to get rid of Trump. Big stamp right on a McDonald's. Yeah, he'd love to do that on a taco salad. That's right. Uh, I hope they serve taco salads in jail. In uh, hell. In <laughs> hell. In hell. Anyway. Yeah, so you guys, and and thanks for letting us take our moment to, to have our little side gig there. Uh, we, we give a little side gig to you. Every mm-hmm. week we've got a topic. This week it's royalty. We give you so many ways to make so many money in that topic. So many money. So many money. Uh but we also we give you a side gig. We give uh-huh. you another topic yeah. with another way to make another so many money. <laughs> so, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. No offense, but if you want to become a millionaire, but you're listening to your uncle that only makes $50,000 a year and is far away from becoming a millionaire then you're never gonna get there. Now the truth is that if you hang around eight-figure people, the worst you'll ever be is a seven-figure person. I like that logic. Yeah, yeah. That if you hang around eight-figure per people, the worst you'll ever be yeah. is a seven-figure person. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Like, well, it's it's like conversion <laughs> of you know metric to imperial. But I like that he's putting a value yeah. on on what I assume is your humanity, right? Yeah, you are a, you are you're you're less than because you are a two figure person. Mm-hmm. You know, your uncle is less than because he's a five figure person. Yeah, your uncle who was conferring king kingship on you, monarchy on you, he was probably no more than a five figure person. I don't know who is he to give out that kind of a uh, 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 crown. It, he was a fire chief. Was he a chief? Yeah, he was chief. By the time he retired, he was. Really? Yeah. So he was like the head of all the firemen in Chicago? No. Isn't that what the fire chief is? No, there's a monarchy. <laughs> there's a fire king? Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a fire cane. <laughs> That's the guy who could fit the most fire in his mouth. <laughs> fire eating contest, Noel. Yep. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. So yeah, uh, hang around eight figure people. In our case, you'd be hanging Subtract around. Subtract one figure. If we were, dare say, quadrillionaires. Okay. And uh, I've got no idea how many figures that <laughs> that's is. That's a lot of figures, yeah, man. Yeah, so one less is still a lot. It's like 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18. That's like 21 or 24 figures. Come on, guys. Maybe more than that. There you go. We, we just gave you so much money. Yeah, that means. So if you were hanging around with like 30 yeah. figure heirs. Yeah, just because you're a 30 guy. figure peoples, you're at worst. Yeah. At worst, going to be like a 20-figure person. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the real question is, why would they hang out with you? Because you're a fun guy. Mm, maybe. Fun, a fun person. Fun woman. Fun man. Yeah. A fun human. Because if you're a fun guy, all you are is a mushroom. Oh. Uh, Boom. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Royalty, Noel. Royalty. How are you going to get rich? I'm going to tell you. All right. Uh, there are 26 different royal families around the world. Uh, the Middle East still has a lot of ruling families, yeah. but uh, as I said before, most have become figureheads. Not uh, in the Middle East. Not in the Middle East, no, not at all. Uh, in order to keep the family trees trimmed and not have to water down property inheritances, mm-hmm. one thing uh, we know about those royals is they always had Lots and lots and lots and lots of inbreeding. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they have had lots and lots and lots and lots of birth defects. Yeah. Hemophilia. Mm-hmm. Stunted brain development. Mm-hmm. The Habsburg jaw. That's you know, that recessed jaw that they have. Yeah, right? giant tongue. Yeah. Um, infertility. Infort, infant mortality. Mm-hmm. Insanity. Cleopatra. Uh she had, of her 16 great-grandparents in her mm-hmm. family tree, mm-hmm. uh, that was actually only made up of six people. Really? Six people made up her 16 great-grandparents. Wow. That's creepy, right? Uh, I, I, I forget where this was, but it was about a royal family in history. So this whole inbreeding thing is not just a European thing. European no, monarchy, it's all across. It's, it's to it's to keep the property yeah. uh, in check, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing I'd read, I, I, I didn't write down which family or where in history it was. But they would often have a man marry his double niece. And what a double niece is, is he would marry the daughter of his brother and sister. So she's his oh, double I niece. See. So and it's then not just his right. wife. I gotcha. Oh, right? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so horrible. Uh. So horrible. If the kid came out, uh huh. Because I can't imagine there weren't a lot of like, I mean, we know what happens in these situations, right? Uh huh. You get a lot of kids with severe mental yes. disabilities. Yeah. Would they still have to marry those kids, or would they just shove them in a in a in a room somewhere? I don't and... know. Probably they they. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, right. But you look at this. It's not only gross, but no wonder they're so feeble, right? Uh, <laughs> they're so you guys feeble, and yet the British monarchy lives forever. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, so uh, what we're gonna do? We're gonna help these guys out. 
uh, we're going to broaden out their family trees a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the problem is that there's some interfamiliar marriages, but they tend to be between the same families, right? Right. But they're also, they've also all interbred. Yeah. That there's still strains of that family within there, even if it's been a couple generations. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. So, like, the, the, the British, the German, and the French royal right. families—all they did was marry each other, yes, and the, over and, the, and over and over. Also, the uh, what is it? The 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 uh, uh, Flanders, the the, the yeah. Belgian yeah. king and queen, which are still there. Yeah, they all interbred. All those coastal ones with the Brits. The the kid who had the Habsburg jaw, mm-hmm. who first did. Uh, <laughs> they said who his parents were, right? And I don't mm-hmm. think they were like that close but because there was so many so much interbreeding already in the families yeah he was more inbred than if he was born to his if, if his parents were brother and sister oh, and they weren't i don't even know if they were in the same family so what's uh, your excuse <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. hey uh so uh you know but we don't have to do that as i said there are 26 royal families out there mm-hmm. that's a big enough gene pool at this point yeah right so i saw an article listing the 21 most eligible single royals <clears throat> uh they were all hot rich single yeah. party animals mm-hmm. uh so <clears throat> we're gonna broaden that out a bit to include nobles and you know royal that may not be big enough to make it into an article but they're plenty big enough to make it into some royal sack somewhere right and this is what you're going to do. You're going to make Tinder for royals. Oh, there's a good idea. You got to be royalty to be in it. Uh-huh. They swipe. They uh they will pay a hefty membership to be part of this. Don't they all party together anyway? I don't know. I don't know. I think that I think they're in their cliques. Yeah. Right? I think there's like these three families, they all party together. These three families all party together. We're going to broaden it. They're all going to We're going to get the pope on this. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Right, that's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's how you're going to make your money. Tinder for royals. There you go. I mean, it's very exclusive. Very exclusive. I mean, I imagine you're going to have to like. How are you? The question, I guess, is uh, how are you going to make money on it? Like, how does Tinder make money? They're going to pay through the nose to be part of it. So you're going to charge for the app. We're going to charge them for the app. Uh huh. We're going to have you if you have any bit of an advertisement on there you're advertising to only royal people mm-hmm. you can charge a lot for that ad you know i mean look yachts prince harry yeah is marrying yeah a commoner yeah who you know not only a commoner but the but rest she's of them aren't black. the rest of them aren't all right they're sneaky sneaky hey cuz we're, we're gonna broaden their pool <laughs> Swipe hey, anywhere cause. in the world. I'll hop in my Learjet, and we're gonna go and do this. Hey, cuz. Yeah. Hey, cuz. Yeah. I think you can do Learjet and chill. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> uh, that's a winner, man. I like that Learjet and chill. Yeah. Once you, it's funny how once you come up with the name, it can bring it all together. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Learjet and chill. Uh, that's a great idea. So Noel, yes, sir. How are we going to get money, get rich off of royalty? Uh, okay, especially if you're not royalty. Oh, so here's something. It's recent. It's been in the news recently. You may have heard about this. 
I want you to go back a couple months. All right. November 8th. Okay. 2017. All right. Saudi Arabia. Okay. In an overnight series of arrests. Sweep. A sweep. A sweep. 208 businessmen and members of the government, which included 11 princes, had been arrested and detained by the crown prince, Muhammad bin Salman. Yeah. As part of, essentially, a purge. Yeah. He was, is bound to be named by the current current king, uh, who's 82 years old, as the true successor to the throne. Sure. And as he moved into more leadership positions, he realized that there were many members of the family who did not believe that he was the one to be brought in. He's only 32 years old. Mm -hmm. The past five kings of Saudi Arabia, none of them had ascended to the throne. The youngest one that ascended to the throne was 62 years old when he ascended. So he claims that this was to weed out corruptions and corrupt forces within his government. Other people claim it's to solidify his hold on the kingdom. Yep. Either way, all of these people were brought to the Ritz-Carlton in Riyadh, which has been turned into essentially a five-star jail. Yep. It has been shut down. They've stopped taking reservations till February 1st, 2018. Very simple. One of these princes is his cousin, the billionaire mm-hmm. Prince Al-Walid bin Talal, uh, uh. as well as two of the late King Abdullah's sons, including uh, Prince Miteb, who until that day had headed the National Guard before he was ousted into detained. Uh-huh. These are very wealthy, wealthy men. Oh, yeah. All of them billionaires. Yeah, yeah. This is what you're going to do. Okay. Super simple. You are going to hire and coordinate an elite commando force to break in (laughs) and break out Mm -hmm. these Saudi royalty as well as their compatriots, as many of their business compatriots as you can just because they have money and power as well. Uh, you can actually, I was looking up to see if I could find the schematics. Uh-huh. Very easy to find. Sure. You can find them online all over the place. Oh, the, yeah. The layout of the whole property of the uh, uh, Riyadh. You will not yourself be there, but you will break them out. You will get them out and back to America. Yeah, it'll be like Ross Perot springing the POWs. Exactly. Exactly. And in doing so, they will forever be in your debt. Mm-hmm. Now, you can hit them up, just be like, you know what? All you give me a hundred million bucks, and I'm gonna walk away. Life is good. Yeah, I think more, because once they're out, they're gonna want their country back. Uh huh. Saudi Arabia is a place where you can make a lot of money. Oh yeah. And if you basically are their guy, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Straightforward. <laughs> Straightforward. Elite commando force. Yeah. Break them out. Break them out. Just remember. Got to do it quick. February 1st. February 1st seems to be some sort of cutoff point. Oof. If they're taking reservations again starting February 1st. Uh-huh. 
So, got to do it quick. Okay. There you go. There you go, guys. That's a fantastic idea. Um, if you want to get a hold of Josh, tell him how fantastic that is. If if you are Saudi royalty right now being detained and you <laughs> you want to put in your order right now, you can get it, Josh, at... Uh, GR, on, on Twitter, GRQ Josh Noel. You can email Josh at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. While you're in that hotel, you might as well go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. If you only listen to uh, us on the podcast forum, all you Saudi royals out there, we urge you to tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Get the tips five days before. before Anyone else? Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, how do we know that our ideas are so good? It's because we know each other and we know how brilliant we are. Yeah. How do you know? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's rules know come from six things the rich have in common from the great Tony Robbins. Okay. You ready? Yeah. One. Be obsessed with not losing money. Yeah, be obsessed. Be obsessed, be obsessed, be obsessed. Isn't that from uh, some royal... Be obsessed. That was like Beauty and the Beast, yes, right? Yes, and they're royals, right? <laughs> he was, a, he was a, a lord. Yeah, exactly. A lord of the manor. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, no, you'll be wrong. But it doesn't matter because as a royal... Uh-huh. No one can do anything about it. Exactly. And if you're the Pope, you have that uh, chair of infallibility. That's right. Is it a chair of infallibility? Yeah, he's got a chair of infallibility. Oh, and I always thought Wonder Woman's uh, invisible jet was cool. <laughs> um, be a learning machine. Yeah, be a learning machine. Uh <laughs> Doing too good with these today. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm going to let you go on that one because it's just a given. If okay. You're gonna uh, be, like a Tinder. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a Tinder, sure. Yeah, a machine. Yeah. yeah, a machine that learns all about you and your peccadillos. Yeah. Uh, and finally, be a giver. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're giving yourself. You're serving your country. You're, you're, you're stabilizing the world. Yeah, so it's pretty clear, Noel, that we were what? Five for five or something like that. So five, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, you guys are make sure you stick around and listen. To it's all nice on ice, and then after that, hell wave. Uh, right. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick This is my lucky day